Looky, looky. Look at, look at this. A tiny stack of books I have to sign. I'm gonna sign them. And um, got my stickers. Got the villain co collection that's coming with uh, anyone who orders a book since you guys have uh, waited so long. Pre-orders. Pre that's one of the villains. Villain pack, another sticker. We got Mark, Mark of the Beast, Zuckerberg. We got uh, two zombies. One is Nancy Pelosi zombie. Another one is CIA asset Anderson Vanderbilt. That's what he normally looks like. And then of course, um, Basic bitch made by Jim Bob and then a magnet too. I really felt bad for the uh, Karunka putting such a hold on this this um, book that I we thought we'd include a bunch of really good stickers um, and then after we include those in the pre-orders the leftovers will be sold in villain packs they'll be put on the website so no they're not trinky dinks yeah so yeah, just thought it would be fun. So, worth the wait. Yeah, definitely worth the wait. But it's pretty cool. I mean, I have a big stack. Savage Memes Volume 1 was 750 copies. And that went away. And, uh... Savage Memes Volume 2 is, uh, I think, a thousand copies. You know, working my way up to the big time. You know what I mean? And I sign them all. Every single one. Signed. This is what I do at night. I work all day and then I sign books at night. Fancy pants now, okay? Don't spell my name wrong. Yeah, I don't need to. It doesn't even. It's basically like a stroke victim signing a name. It doesn't matter. So, what do you guys want to talk about? It's like a weird angle. I have to like look up to you guys. I'm usually used to looking down on you guys. This is weird. Caught two monster trout. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, I ship internationally. What's my take on Gates? Is that like a different Gates or Bill Gates? Is that like this guy? Can I do a Dawkins impression, but tell us about your book? Well, this is, this is apparently, uh, you know, the, the opening book of the, the, this, the open, the first, the first page of this book is absolutely rubbish. It's, a, it's basically a scripture. He included a, a, a scripture from a, a totally made-up 
book, a 2,000-year-old book written by slaves and, and servants and peasants. And it's absolutely absurd. I did. I did, though. I did. Well, absolutely. There's no, no, no fancy bearded man in the sky. There's, there's absolutely... Uh, it's just, just horrid. Horrid. The, the people in the... This is... The, the, the 20th, 22nd, 21st century people speaking to some, to some magical being up in the sky. It's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Daddy? Daddy, up here. Daddy, are you up there, Daddy? Oh, Daddy. They're always looking for Daddy, by the way. They reject Daddy. They reject Daddy. Oh, so, you know, you just, uh, trying to make some dreadful correlation between, you know, daddies and daddies. You know, some sort of pseudo-intellectual psychopathy. I'm a real biologist. I study little microbes, and that's how I see people. Tiny microbes, and I'm actually friends with Anderson Cooper. Daddy, daddy, can you heal me, daddy? Oh, Daddy. Oh, I get, can't wait to go and Joe Rogan again and talk about the, my volume of books. Jim Bob thinks he has some sort of volumes of his little scribbles and whatnot. Oh, thinks he's so smart. And yeah, I have a book called, wait for it, it's called God Isn't Real. <laughs> my second book is, is called go, The God Delusion. I have a cartoon idea where he's just walking, just walking on the street, and he's just rambling to people about all of it. But I don't know. He's almost, he's worth impersonating, but he's not, he's almost not worth animating. You know what I mean? He's just, I don't know. I the people say I know, I know I know I know I sound like oh every Downton Abbey female character it doesn't matter to me I have a I'm a smart boy I'm a special smart boy yes 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 oh yes don't be up there daddy oh I love I love when I look up to the skies and I I see the the order and the delusion the it's an illusion of order and an illusion of design and I I look up there and I say oh I'm so happy we're so alone and this is a meaningless meaningless pitiless empty um vacuum of nothingness it's just I can't wait to sign my books hmm Jordan, what's your take on Dawkins? Well, I mean, he's been at it for a long time, you know, and there, there's something uh, commendable and respectable about that. You know, I've, I've interacted with him uh, only once or twice in a sauna, and, um, you know, we didn't have much to say, but we definitely connected, if you know what I mean. It's like, you know, he, he not neither of us actually believe in a god. We just, I just happen to believe in the necessity uh, or the the usefulness of him, and he he takes the approach that uh, none of it's useless. It's all it's all garbage, and you know he's he's entitled to that opinion. You know what I mean? It's like 
It's like, who am I to tell him that his, his take on, on immaterial absolutes is, 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 you know, absolutely wrong. That would be, that would be absolutely wrong of me, you know? Well, I, I know, actually, I, I believe he, I, no, he, that's absolutely, he, he, I was never, never in a sauna alone with Jordan Peterson. That's, that's, that's reprehensible. Yeah, then it's a, a, a clock, uh, the, 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 the clock delusion. Or, or should I do the, should I make it a clock or the, the blind watchmaker? No, no, no. Anything to sell a book? No. I, I just, I just want young children to, to, well, I just want young children, but beyond that, I, I just want young children to, to just know that their life is meaningless and that there's nothing here for them. And, and their, their love is basically just chemicals reacting in their brain and they're better off that way. <laughs> if they don't love daddy, then they don't need to love daddy. That's how I was taught and taught and raised, and I, Daddy always said, "Oh, dildo, pick up the garden dildo, you little sissy boy." And I said, "That's it. I'm going to be a molecular biologist, and and then get into philosophy a little bit. You know, there's a pretty easy transition between molecular biology and and and, and philosophy." You know. <laughs> Anyway, how are you guys? I just go into a, I don't know, I go somewhere else with that guy. Where can I get those stickers? Where can you get the stickers? Where can you get the stickers? Uh, well, they come with the pre-orders. I don't even know if I did cut off for pre-orders yet because of the Karunka. But otherwise, they're going to be packaged as the villain sticker pack one or whatever. Edition one. Whatever the fancy word is. So we'll be, and then, you know, there's tons of villains we can do. We can just go on and on with villains. Are you kidding me? Just, it just goes on and on. So we'll see. But yeah, they'll be up on the site soon. When are you going to live stream debates? I don't know. People, um, I tell people I'd like to debate them, but they end up, you know, postponing or whatever. I only had that one. Um, it's 3.32 in the UK, and this is awesome. Good. Thanks for... Hello from the UK. Um, yeah, I had that one debate with the other dude, but that's it. Wait, what can I order? This you can't order yet, the stickers. We've got to put them on the website because these are getting packaged in the book. Um... You know, this book. It's all backwards and shit. Anyway. What dude? I debated another cartoonist. He's like a right-wing cartoonist. But he, he doesn't have a base. He argued he has a basis for morality. And he basically said, like, um, what did he say? Oh, just pragmatism. Like you know, that basically, uh, he kept making the claim over and over that propagating DNA is, is good. Um, no, not stone toss. I, I don't, I've never actually, I don't think he's ever revealed his face, which is, might be smart. I don't know. I don't know. 
Do you think Shapiro will ever admit bike theft? Is that an all-time high? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. It's maybe. Um, um, I'm, I'm definitely interested in uh, what happens with Toe Rogan's little quote that, that uh, they dug up. <clears throat> you know, it, he said... Uh, it's actually kind of a funny joke. He was saying he was going into Africa or somewhere and, and he was asking if it was a good neighborhood from the guy and then they said, yeah, it's a good neighborhood and he gets out and he and the clip, Joe Rogan says, <clears throat> this isn't a good neighborhood. This is ba we basically are in Planet of the Apes. He just said Planet of the Apes. <clears throat> so that's going to, and this is back when he had hair. So yeah, that's going to, It'll probably, it might not actually emerge. It might be one of those things where it's, he's got such a media guard that it might get buried. Otherwise, my theory is that that's purposefully resurfacing to um, get him to then apologize because his whole demographic is stuck in between this, you know, forced apology compliance bullshit. So if Joe, if they can get Joe Rogan, or unless he already agreed to it, to do this public, you know, I shouldn't have said that. It was a time, different time, and now looking back, it was a terrible idea, and I wish I had known better. He's gonna be, he's gonna give the ultimate apology to the authorized alternative media demographic, and then all of the grapplers and the jujitsu people and. You know, if you can get NASCAR to basically um, go Globo Homo, then um, I mean UFC already did it, but now they're but now if he comes out and does his apology on a little uh, step stool, it's more like manufacturing con consent. This stuff doesn't just emerge. There's tons of footage of him. This could have been looked up years ago. There's a reason it's coming up right now, and I think, I I don't think it's organic. I think it's, um, I think it's purposefully presented, and then there's a whole there's a whole um, theater to it. You know, they find the thing, they expose it. It's like Starbucks. They ex they found they did that little stunt with the black dudes, and then they were like, Starbucks was like, that's right, we're going to. We need to deal with this. And then they become the hero. That's how you create the little hero. So Joe Rogan, you know, exposes his little Planet of the Apes thing, just like Roseanne Barr. And then um, he apologizes. And then um, if he survives the fake outrage, then he becomes the new hero uh, with his new Spotify thing. And this is like um, marketing. It's marketing campaigns. This is the new marketing. Marketing isn't, hey, I got this, uh, you know, I got an awesome book. You should get, you guys should buy it. You know, 40 bucks comes with all these stickers and stuff. It's cool. You'll laugh. The marketing is um, race, fair, you know, fairness, apology, compliance. Look how compliant I am. You know, TM. Look how compliant I am, TM. Compliance TM, basically. Which is your favorite Savage Memes in the book? Uh, let me see. 
Let me see. Oh, there's just so many. They're all just so good. Uh, well, you guys will see them backwards. Um, so, let me see. I like this one. Can you read it? It's two Lesbos. One says traditionalism is bigoted. And then the other one says, let's get married, have a family and start a church. So I was talking to you guys about a couple streams ago is how progressivism, Marxism, any of that bullshit, um, it, it has to infiltrate traditionalism uh, foundations because uh, it doesn't build. It doesn't know how to build its own foundation because all foundations are based in the family and you can't really propagate them. You can't proliferate. You can't teach downward unless it's a family. Uh, otherwise, the, the government takes over or some unelected bureaucracy and or a technocracy and they try to deliver the ideology and it doesn't work because nothing's more powerful than uh, blood and the family. So they try to co-opt, they try to get into the church, they put up a, you know, a rainbow cross with poop on the end of it, and then, um, you know, it's shaped like a dick, and then they're just like, yeah, we're all inclusive now. Keep, keep that government, uh, you know, those government benefits going. So, yeah, that was, that's one of my favorite memes. One of the shittiest drawings I've ever done, though. Because when I get really excited about a meme, it'll be a shittier drawing because I'm racing to get it done. Can I send it to Brazil? Yeah, I ship worldwide. Anywhere. Anywhere. Um, why did I pursue orthodoxy? I didn't really pursue it. I only, uh, recently got into logic and philosophy and, um, back to faith. So I'm just, I'm just, I was raised Christian. So, um, so, I, but I'm not, uh, familiar. I'm not well-versed in theology, so I don't really speak on it too much, but I love the, um, logic aspect of it. But, uh, Otherwise, I can't compare any of those. Of those, I don't even like. I don't even know the differences between those two right now. Anyway. So do it. I don't know what that says. K anon. I think uh, I think Q anon is the first AI info aggregate system that, um, like the Pentagon or someone, maybe Steve Bannon. I've heard, I've heard that theory. Agreed with that theory before. Um, but I I think it's actually a a system, an AI system, a machine learning system. AI isn't real, by the way. It's aug it's augmented intelligence. They don't have AI. Don't let people fool you. Um, I think it it's a system built by the government that 
is testing whether they can use an AI system to actually start political movements that are powerful. And so the whole cryptic thing, the whole anonymous, it's got those elements where people are drawn to it like moths to light. And it has an insider aspect to it where it's either drawing from internal documents or just released documents that no one, no one else really goes through. <clears throat> Is, there's a phenomenon that I've actually witnessed with my own work where I'll see something and if I'm fairly new, if I'm one of the newest eyes, the earliest eyes to see it for whatever reason, and I make a meme that's parallel or on point to it, um, it'll actually occur as as prophetic, but it's not. It's just commenting on the truth of the matter as fast as possible. And then after, when it gets to the critical mass, it occurs as like future telling. And I think that um, QAnon has that element where <clears throat> the it's just information overlap. The information comes out, less people have it, it gets put out in a cryptic way, and then when something occurs that's accurate or parallel or uh, on point, consistent with it, it occurs as some sort of like "told you so." Um, so yeah, but I think it. I think it's a computing system that just writes haikus. You know what I mean? Or it's Steve Bannon. It's maybe it's Steve Bannon. What are your thoughts on developments in Chaz? I don't know if they develop anything. They're they're they can't develop anything. They're just useful idiots. All these all these groups, they're just BLM is a marketing firm that is a Marxist-based marketing firm that gets people who are done with systems, anti-establishment, and then it just gets them to uh prop up rich, white, Jewish-run um, organizations and um, candidates. It's like, it's pretty genius, actually. Haikus? Yeah, Steve Bannon's writing haikus through QAnon. It's his little passion. I think so. Blackface. No, I didn't see any. Blackface is ridiculous. I mean, I think you should just be able to do blackface. Seems pretty... Seems like progressivism, if we're actually making progress, uh, more things should be, um, you know, tolerable. Chaz, a big Woodstock. Exactly. It's basically um, Coachella in the form of activism. Like, if you just took Coachella and just made it... An, like a, a protest. That's why I think I made a meme a while ago. It was like, are you going to the protest? And he said, no, I already went to Coachella or something of that matter. Which, because I saw the parallels between how you um, take something that's, you know, has some sort of symbolism behind it, um, like Coachella or Burning Man even. And immediately, if it's going to work, it gets corporatized, it gets commodified. Um, otherwise, it doesn't work, actually. So I'm not taking a um, Charlie Kirk stance. 
It's just that, because you can make really dumb things work if you commodify them. So that's what happens with these stupid things where people are still under the, you know what, someone asked me to look at, uh, I couldn't listen to more than three minutes of it, but it was uh, one of the Weinsteins, not Harvey, I think Brett, one of those guys. He was on Joe Rogan recently and he was like, give him, give him the whole lowdown of what's going on. And he starts from a place uh, just a false, a false dialectic, I guess, so to call. It's a uh, that antif that this all start came out of the college campuses. No, this is funded. Like, what are you talking about, Weinstein? This is political um, insurgency. It's it's not this natural thing that's spilling over from college campuses. You, you, he's like, and I'm the only one who. <laughs> he's like. Joe Rogan's like, you are the only one who's talking about it, who actually said it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I did. I said it and I, I predicted it, that the this is the college campuses are going to spill over and this is going to get... No, you're so wrong. You're lying. You're either lying or you're stupid. Both of you, Joe Rogan and Weinstein. This is not natural grassroots spilling over from from some stupid college at Evergreen, dude. No, it's funded. It's it's political warfare. Like who are you know what I mean? It's that frustrates me a little bit. Only because um it's such a massive uh platform where he they are the fake alternative as uh Owen would call them the authorized, the authorized alternative. And they're just lying. They're just saying a false, softened version narrative that keeps people in this like sub subpar uh, paradigm. It's like no, it's funded. Why don't you talk about how how the meme I just did? Like, it's uh they just use these fronts, these these activists, these uh, social movements, and then they slap a name on it that you can't disagree with like Black Lives Matter, so you can't disagree with their methodology or otherwise you disagree with the sentiment. And then <clears throat> they use them as proxy warriors and then they use them as um, um, offering collectors. It's like a church. It's like when, it's like they built, everything's modeled after traditionalism. Even the, you can invert traditionalism. You just, you know, it's the church of social justice. It's the church of, uh, you know, technocracy or communism or some weird version, automated luxury communism. And then, <clears throat> or open borders, globalism, whatever you want to call it. It's the church of that. We ought to go that direction. So in every church, you have uh, the people sitting there and, and listening and taking it in. And then you have the workers, and then you have the people who collect the offering. And Black Lives Matter is the offering collector um, to Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and a list of other white dudes, <laughs> um, as they would call them. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I just, once you see, like, the system of it, you just replace the things. You just look at the model and the template, and you go, oh, they're doing that template Forget about the politics of it. Like, that's why I don't like 
those conversations with like Weinstein and Joe Rogan. They're talking about the second level, like the fake narrative of politics, the lower frequency of what's going on. This is Antifa the, the, and the Black Lives Matter. It's getting very dangerous, man. It's like, no, it's funded. It's it's directed. It It's not... They, they aren't these, like... Uh, they don't have their own agency. They're directed. They get funds and they get direction. What are you talking about? Jeez. Yeah, critical race theory, basically, yeah. Yeah, white dudes. And, yeah, white dudes or Jews. I mean, that, those are interchangeable. I think there's going to be an upheaval. Um... Maybe, but I don't think it's going to be in the way we learn upheavals where there's like war and like, you know, people dressed in two different colors fighting. I think that upheaval is a very difficult detachment from central systems. I think the centralized systems, smart cities, connectivity, the Internet of Things, um, whatever else you that they come up with that makes people's lives more convenient efficiency when people trade efficiency for their culture for their values for decency uh for privacy anything else if they trade efficiency for good you know get the goodies get things faster be all connected stream whatever you want in three seconds um you end up giving up your culture because a lot of cultural things, values, traditions, customs, architecture, especially if you look at architecture, there's nothing efficient about some of the most beautiful architecture. There's nothing efficient as far as some sort of short-term progress goal about some religious or cultural um, customs. You know, you just do the, you know, like a rite of passage. It's not about ordering your Girl Scout cookies, you know, quicker. It's something else. It's something immaterial. It's deeper. That's Those are the things that keep co cohesion, cultural or national cohesion. And if you interrupt those things with fast-moving gadgets and uh, atomize everybody, that's the war. That's the upheaval against the man is, is rural versus city, is connective, connectivity versus offline. And as the elites start getting everybody atomized more and more, they, they are going to have the luxury of being offline. As, and then the people who leave the cities are going to live a, different, a diff, more difficult life, more farming, more uh, working off the land. And, uh, but it won't occur as a luxury the way it occurs to uh, Bill Gates, who in the future will just be like, what? I, I don't I built this system. I, I don't I you know what I, I don't wanna be on the on the grid. I, I think it's someone like me has to be protected and safe or I, um people like them them are gonna get off the the grid. They'll have their own little special club of offline people. You know, like Bill Gates isn't going to 
you know, his little project where he's going to turn people into Bitcoin mining machines, mining rigs. He's not going to be a rigger. He's not going to hook himself up. I, I think I, I think I know who he's planning on being in the riggers. New, it's going to be a new, a new derogatory term. Bill Gates is just gets to uh, create his slaves again, but he, this time he's going to call them riggers. He's going to be like, "Daddy, I make you proud." I'm I'm racing with with Dildo Dawkins to make Daddy proud. How often do I make a new meme? Um it depends. Sometimes it depends on what you mean by often, you know? We all have different ways of perceiving time, you know? It's like I can't speak on behalf of everyone. It's it's like if I say pretty often, you know, pretty often to me is probably not going to mean the same pretty often to you. So it's like it's like you really put me in, in kind of a, a pickle here, you know? I wasn't prepared to really get into it. But I would say, you know, on average it would probably be once one every other day, you know, and that's not to say that I post them every other day um, or every third day even. It's just that sometimes I have to create and then decide. Sometimes I create and then I just post, you know, it's like, it's not an easy question, you know. Um, are you conservative? I can, not in the modern sense, no. Um, I mean, I, I conserve what I was taught and uh, from my own family. I think that's all conservative can be. You can't do this abstract conservatism. It's just like you can't do I'm about love abstract. You can only conserve what you're able to basically create yourself. That's, that's actually how you conserve it. You don't convince Charlie Kirk to conserve conservatism, you have to do it yourself. So um, if someone's a conservative, you'd have to ask them, what are they conserving? So it's like, for me, it's family unit, um, the family itself, together, kept together, conserving it, um, prayer, God, uh, conserving logic, using logic and philosophy, bringing logic back to the conversation of um, of theism. I think it was a big missing. That's why people abandon it because it just seemed very Bible-thumping and corporatized and empty. <clears throat> so, yeah, and um, other than that, just I think that's all I, all I have to conserve. Like, I don't have this big image of what it is. And then collectively, we should do that. It's like, if you can't do it yourself... If you're a conservative and you can't conserve in your own household um, the things that you value, you're full of shit. So that's what I got to say about that. Logos, yeah. How can we teach our kids true history? I don't know. I don't think you can. 
I was talking about this on the other, I think it was another stream. It was like, we all know history gets uh, graveled, so to speak. It gets touched and it gets perverted and, you know, uh, history is written by the winners. We know we can uncover some of the lies, but we can't get to a perfect transcription or paraphrasing of history. We just can't do it. We don't have the aperture. We don't have the processing ability. We don't have the context. So we can only get close to it, but we don't even know how close it is because we don't know when we have the full picture. We don't ever. But people always say that, um, you know, we're doomed to repeat history. But if history is always changing and, and people are always scribbling things out and, cry, and writing things in and, and so forth, how do you know what you're repeating if the only thing that's guaranteed to repeat is lying about history? So I feel like that whole phrase should be changed to, you know, history is bound to be lied about again because you never truly get, you know, you don't get to the, the root of it. You don't really know what happened. You can only get a peripheral uh, aggregation, an accumulation that you can sift through. I also don't think it's that important. There are certain things I think are important. Like, you need to know what the biggest lie was on you in your generation or your parents' generation. And, and knowing just the biggest lie is enough to at least widen your your view widen your your aperture to what's possible in the area of deception evil satanic shit inversion but you if you if you protect the biggest lie and you don't own up to it that that there was a big lie then you're going to you're not going to be able to see the the new one so <clears throat> you know a lot of people go back into history and try to figure out the truth of the of like the Holocaust or how much was it changed and lied about or whatever. And you're not allowed to question that, you know, you'll, what about the girl in the red coat who died in the movie? How dare you? <clears throat> then there's like the moon. Like, that's my thing. It's like, once I saw, and now I fully believe there's no way we went to the moon, um, based on very reasonable, uh, data, perspectives, positions, uh, accounts. Um, I think that's that kind of massive lie. I think that um, it's not about figuring out history accurately like a, like a puzzle. It's figuring out what parts of history can be lied about and why. And I feel like that, because you're not, you're not going to find wisdom in man. You're not, like that's the goal we're just drawn to it. We're all in a way religious um, because we're out for the truth most of the time. Some of us maybe aren't. No, even the liars, they're out for, liars can't lie unless they find the truth a little bit and they have to manipulate the truth. So even liars, deceivers, you know, little trickster wizard people, they're out for the truth, but they want to hoard it and manipulate the truth. And other people are out for the truth because they want peace of mind. But if it's all from men, you're not going to get any wisdom. You're going to get facts on facts. You're going to get different stories. Um, 
You know what I mean? Like the truth is men are fallen. That's as true as you can get. And so anything we do with information is included in that um, presupposition. You can't escape that. You can't be like, you know, if we just got the right history and everyone saw the lie, then no, still fallen. Sorry. Like it starts with the fall. Like you can't avoid the fall part. So everything comes from there. So whatever we do with history, we're bound to, uh, the only history that's repeating itself is rejection of God. That, that's the only true history repeating itself. The rest is some version of us pursuing us um, as God or worshiping the creation that we make, you know, some, you know, Solomon computer in uh, Westworld. Um, but I see it as a way big, a much bigger, simpler paradigm, which is you either accept God and absolute truth or you reject logic and you pursue uh, the good inside a lie called uh, efficiency, pragmatism, utilitarianism, and all that stupid bullshit. Uh, thoughts on worldwide implementation of microchip? It doesn't matter. You know, Owen Benjamin brought up a good point about the chip. And uh, he said that... Yeah, they're going to do all that stuff. Like, we know people are going to join in that and be like, yeah, I'll do it. It's easier. I can walk in and out of anywhere and just pay for anything I look at. I don't even, I have to just think about it. If I get a little boner, I bought it, basically. Um, basically, uh, he made a good point that the phone already is the chip, and everyone knows that. But he, the point he made that was good is that we take care of our phones. We already have the chip, and we are, we, we, we don't drop it in the toilet. Don't lose it. It's everything. It's like the chip is just the next phase of like speediness. Um, but I think there's something in it about taking care of it that actually people are drawn to because it's taking the good part of human, human, the nurturing part of men and women, and it's f using that aspect and then combining it with literal addict addiction like they admit it there's addictive qualities and variables purposefully designed that way in um all of the social media stuff so you combine the nurturing quality with the want to connect or be liked with addiction then um it's almost like better for the those global people to um not do the chip because you get people caring for their chip like it's a baby and um, doing that, if you care for the chip, then you're more likely, you're investing time into it, so you're going to use it more. Anything you take care of, you um, use more, and anything you use more, you take care of. It's like uh, mutual. And so it would actually be a bad thing for the, the global um, wedgie-dodging retards to, um, to be like, let's put a chip in them. Then you don't do self-care. Self-care is a big psychological investment in the programs that they're using on us and that we're willingly using. I mean, we're totally using this stuff. It's like I'm, I'm more than happy to admit the trade-off I get from 
sharing my stuff through this platform, getting online, talking to you guys. You guys watch me write, you know, sign books, talk about cool shit. It's cool. Like, the tools are awesome. It's just that there is a level of consent. Like, I am consenting to a bunch of other things that th this scenario implies or is on the path to. And I think that's, back to that other question, is there going to be an up upheaval? There's a point where each of us decide what level of disconnection we want before it's all connectivity or zero. Like there's a point where that happens, where you can't be in, you can't partially be connected in other words. Like it's all or nothing. And I think that's where, that's what people want. They want to create closed systems and that they decide the rules for those systems. And then, you know, they get to, you know, they get to dictate all the rules and all the policies. And then they give you all your fun stuff and your tokens for life, basically a token-based life where you're perpetually in life, but it's built like Disney World and everything you're consuming is like an arcade game um, that's customized for your needs, your searches, your wants, your desires, your likes, your dislikes. And then you just get free tokens. And it's like recycled. Just a, You're the product. The system is the apparatus and like you're the product, but you're also consuming. So it's this weird, you're the product and the consumer, which is what we are now on this thing. But it, yeah, it's all about consent. Yeah. Uh, or a way to defeat karma. I don't believe in karma. It doesn't account for evil. Um, but all of it's going that way. We all know this stuff. We watch sci-fi. We, we know, you know, we know how technology gets faster and smaller. We know that every object, basically we're heading into a future where every object is a, can speak and listen. Um, the walls are ears. Every wall is an ear or a camera. Um, everything is like in a database. Every that's what they want is like a the this this global agenda UN twenty one nonsense that they're really terrible at implementing. By the way, so if you ever get freaked out like they're globalizing, just you have to remember to laugh at them because they're very bad at it. They've been trying to do this for since 1992. But anyway, uh, they want a resource-based economy where a technate of experts and uh, nerds, wedgie dodgers, people who didn't get laid in high school, um, like Bill Gates. Um, he, he's he's constant. Him and his group of friends are constantly trying to get back at Brad, who who uh, who went to the dance with with uh, hot Cindy you know, with the feather hair. And he's like, I'm going to get back at you. I'm going to prick you with my little needle dick. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you think you got inside Cindy. I'm going to get inside the entire world. And so he's getting back at Brett. And then they're going to, they want to set up a system where everybody again has to participate in it. And they, um, watch every move and they're so smart and with their little graphs and their their outlook and their excel sheets and then they get to dictate the resource-based economy who's doing what and who needs what and you, oh, we're going to write you a certificate of usage for oil 
and gas for three months and you do that. Okay, good. And it's just so dumb because it, that's why I'm not afraid of this stuff. It's good to be alert because if you're not alert and you don't protect what you're valuing, they can creep up on you and you can get a shitty system. It doesn't mean the system is going to work or not fail miserably. But the reason it's crappy is it's not based on what humans actually desire. They think humans desire human potential or desire winning or desire doing something faster and saving time. No, why do they want time? They, th they stop at the time. Oh, then you have more time. No, why, why more time? It's all Im immaterial, the values. It's all transcendentals. And people like Bill Gates don't understand transcendentals because they can't be touched, measured, put on graph paper. He's like, why, why, why would you want to explore things you can't hold and grab and measure? The problem I have with love is that you can't put it into a vaccine. It's like, that's what you're dealing with. They're kind of psychopaths, uh, sociopaths, like maybe legitimately, where they don't connect with um, the real desire. Materialism is the biggest play. It really is. Materialism is one of the most... Uh, it's so self-refuting. I was trying to write this thing yesterday. It was too serious to be a meme, but I wrote it anyway. And it was that, um, let's see if I can remember. It was something like the materialist um, demands a physical account for life's mysteries, but doesn't hold the same standard for the tools he's using. In other words, to find life's mysteries, to pursue truth, um, to do experiments in science, he's relying on immaterial, absolute mysteries. Like the process he's using, like science, can't even justify the things he's, he's demanding. You know, it's just like, you know, it's just like, uh, it's just like someone who's, wants to see what's on, on the roof and um, and just ignores that he's using the ladder. And he's just like, no, the ladder's not real. No, the ladder's not real. No, I got a roof. I'm going to get on the roof. No, 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 ladder, ladder. No, 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 no. And they just don't hold the same standard. People like Dildo Dawkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only thing there is is the material. That's not a little boy. That's just a body of atoms in a couple of orifices. They're for me. They're for me. They're for me. Yeah, you can get the, oh, did you get the good shipment in from Haiti? Mm. Well, I'll, I'll teach you some science. Mm. Don't bite me, you little brat. Um... Get off of my lap. Well, 13 seconds. That's it. 13. One, two, three, four, five. No, you're bad. Bad kid. Yeah, I don't really believe in bad. I mean not preferable kid. No, you're not doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, but I would not say that, you know, laws of logic are absolute. No. Huh? That's, I'd, if I thought that, I would probably put it in... If, uh, anything smarter is probably in one of my books. Hmm. 
My books, my books, Daddy. Daddy, are you up there? Yes, Dildo. You're always a little pussy, Dildo. Oh, Daddy, I didn't know you'd answer me. I don't really believe in that. I must be hallucinating or something. No, you're not hallucinating. You're, a little, you're always a little bitch. Tried to get you to play cricket. Well, I don't want, I don't like insects, Daddy. I told you, I'm a little bit scared of, a little bit, get away from me, a little cricket. Well, I am deeply immoral. I talk about, oh, so, so ridiculous, I am rubbish about uh, some sort of some spaghetti monster god. I came up with that on my own, huh? Oh, the spaghetti monster up there. No, some some dictator up in the, up in the clouds, just judging your every move. You know, there's no one uh, when I'm uh, when I'm in the the bottom of the getty. Um, I'm down in the getty where um, only some people can go, you know. But I'm one of those lucky boys. Uh, when I'm when I'm petting little Shabul, Shabul. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, he's only four, so I don't know if he's speaking his name right. Anyway, the 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 idea that some God is watching me. Uh, this is absolutely absurd. I will have no, would not have any of it. Oh, no, don't. Don't do it. Daddy. Oh, this is... No, I've, I'm, I'm quite fine with it. I'm petting Shabu. Alone. Well, I prefer the dark darkies. A little... I prefer a nice, nice contrasting, you know, like a, like, like, Sugar and chocolate, just a pool of it. I always, I always told the the entry doorway man who you know, takes the password to get into the getty in the basement there. I always tell him that this is where the real art is. That's the the joke of it all, isn't it? The real, the real art performance is down in the basement. Basement. Down in the basement. Yeah, this has got to be an animation. Yeah, I'll probably get sued by Dawkins. Uh, ab absolutely. Uh, this libel and uh, defamation. Uh, it's inflammatory. And, and, uh, there's nothing, nothing about that is true. But nothing can be true, can it? The, the basement. I like the basement. The marble is, is beautiful marble. They have the, they imported it from some other place that I don't know of, uh, but but it for sure it makes it the clean up very very easy and task free, you know. And I and I I don't prefer the the helpers cleaning up. I prefer that's part part of the whole ceremony, you know. As I don't so get away, shoo shoo. I have my own napkins. I have uh, my own napkins. Oh yeah. Good night, Mr. Just. Thanks for jumping on at 3.30 in uh, UK, guy. It's awesome. Can you point to an event or experience that turned you from liberalism? 
well, liberalism was like a default for like an art douche like myself who is in L.A. Just you're in L.A., so you're liberal and you're Democrat, right? Uh, you vote for Obama twice, you know? Um, it was actually I did a drawing of o Obama, and instead of dropping a mic, he was he's dropping a bomb. And I just wrote the fact, like he dropped dropped 29,760 bombs or whatever it was. And uh, all these people in my peer group, you know, L.A. actors, comedians, musicians, fancy people. Um, they were like, you're making Obama look bad. Why are you doing that? What are you in? And they just started attacking me. And I was like, oh, hypocrites. And then I just saw during 2016 the... Like, I knew hypocrisy was there, but there was a double standard that I wasn't comfortable with because I always thought liberalism was telling the truth, trying to tell the truth, like, you know, like point out where freedom is lost and hold the, you know, stick it to the man and the companies, like both, you know, but that's, that's not what it is. So, um, yeah, it was from that point where I just started attacking it more. And then I went into like the, my safety raft away from uh, modern liberalism was classical liberalism, Dave Rubin-y kind of libertarianism. That's like the safe route. Like uh, there's a big ship sinking called uh, progressive uh, liberalism, democratic, whatever bullshit. And then you get off on this little raft, but then you're like, you can't make fun of me. I'm not a Republican. Like, I'm a, I'm a classical liberal. I'm a libertarian. You don't... I'm in the middle and you guys can't have... You can't get me. And then you float away and then you realize that's... Basically, you're all alone. Um, no, and then I reject that too. I reject classical liberalism. There's a guy... I think he was a Nazi actually, but I agree with him on this point, is that he said liberalism, and he meant classical liberalism, is organized indecision. So all of these like podcasts like Dave Rubin there, oh, let's just have the, the war of ideas. No, debates, ideas, I get it. I'm a part of that culture, right? I'm in that world. But it's a, an illusion to think that that's how the world operates. No, when people are doing debates and they're on the Dave Rubin show and they get on Candace, oh, we're doing the battle of ideas. No, that's the background sound to force. Force is taking place. The people who want to use coercion and force, they're not waiting to find the answer in a Candace Owens interview. It's not going to sway them. Same thing with uh, convicts, rapists, people who are evil. They don't care about your your stupid debate. You know, it's just organized indecision. You're just like, oh, let's let's meet in the middle. I'm just trying to get to the middle ground, guys. No, you got to pick up a gun. You don't force your worldview, but you protect it and you get a gun, okay? And when the war comes to you, you have to fight, but you don't go, you don't, and you don't, you don't get on, you're not going to change the world on Candace Owens, I'm sorry. Classical liberal, liberalism is a joke. And so is like ideal libertarianism, anarchism. It's just bullshit. I got 10 seconds, you guys. Anyway, if you didn't buy this book, you're seeing it backwards, madebyjimbob.com. Free shipping liberty.